Ah, there's the music even from the fair. He joins us, the guy, Dave Spano, president and CEO of Anish Wealth Management. Good morning, Dave. Happy Monday. Good morning. Good morning to you both. All right, Dave. So I was listening a little bit on Saturday, Money Talk on WTMJ. The U.S. debt rating downgraded. What does that mean for all of us? Yeah, really, that uh, was interesting because there's a number of credit rating agencies, Moody's and Standard and & Poor's, and another company called Fitch. And they came into the U.S. government and talked with them about what's been happening with the, with the budgets and the debt. And, and what they decided is they were going to downgrade the best bond in the world, was, which is the United States Treasury bond, from AAA all the way down to a AA+. Plus. And that has interesting effects across the world because what happened is the treasuries it reacted immediately. Treasury rates went up. And that has a, an effect not only for you and I, uh, in the interest rates we pay, but around the world, because that affects the U.S. dollar, and that is the world's currency. So has it happened before? Have we have we've been downgraded yes. before? Yeah, it like happened any- back in uh, 2011. Now the circumstances were a little bit different back then than than they are right now. Back then, the Federal Reserve was lowering interest rates. Here, they're raising interest rates. We still don't know if they are done. We assume that they are. if they are not done, they are very near the end of the rate hiking cycle. So the fact sets are not really the same as they were back in uh, 2011. But we're going to watch it closely because the effect that it has on interest rates and the U.S. dollar, and of course what the Federal Reserve is going to do, has a direct effect on all of our portfolios. Why do you think this organization, Fitch, approached them? Why would they do that? Well, that's their job. Their job is to rate, is to credit rate uh, companies, and all the way from you know the big AAA companies that you know of that are publicly traded to that's government agencies. That's more my question, Dave. Why them yeah. and not some of the bigger companies? Yeah, it's interesting that S&P uh, and Moody's hasn't come in. That doesn't mean that they're not behind them coming in, but they certainly, uh, you know, when you think about it, uh, what has everyone said over the last week around, all, around the world is Fitch. And that is, uh, they certainly made a lot of news. They went in and talked to uh, the White House and members of Congress and said there's been a lot of infighting. Obviously, we have a debt debate coming. And by the way, we still don't know what's going to happen at the end of September. Are they going to get a continuing resolution or not? So this story will continue on for the next two months or so because there could be a government shutdown in our future. Dave, as you're continuing to look at things that could influence our investments, uh, this Thursday, will the Consumer Price Index or the weekly unemployment claims have any influence, do you expect? No, yeah, no doubt about it, Sandy. You know, we saw last week that the jobs report that came out was indefinitely, was definitely mixed. And, of course, we just talked about the downgrade. But this week, we assume that we're going to see an annualized CPA, CPI number on an annualized basis, about 4.7%, still higher than what the Fed wants, higher than, Sandy, what you and I want. Uh, but it is headed in the, the right direction. But the real interesting story, I believe, is going to be the day before the CPI comes out, which is Thursday, and that is on Wednesday. And on Wednesday, the Chinese, if you can believe their data, are going to say that their environment is deflationary, not inflationary. And a lot of times we import 
deflation and we import their inflation. But what I mean by that is if prices are going down, that can drive prices down. That will help the Federal Reserve in their interest rate fight. So we'll have to watch the news that comes out this week. There's no doubt there's big news coming out. And as we know, we're in the middle of earnings season. And earnings, most of earnings have uh, come out, 75% of them, and have been better than feared. In other words, we feared that earnings were going to be less stellar. They've been better than that. And so it's been a really good earnings season. And that's evidenced by the stock market at last tick here, over, well over 35000 on the Dow. Dave, I'm a big fan of your Axiom newsletter. And one of the things that you mentioned this week was the alternative stocks. A lot of us talk about cash reserves having an emergency fund available. A lot of us are traditional investors. We like the stocks. We like to you know, buy the Disney stocks. Or, you know, pick your favorite company, Microsoft, whatever it is. But there are alternatives to that kind of traditional investing. Yeah, you think about when you build a portfolio, there's generally four categories, right? There is equities, which are often called stocks. And in that environment, there's exchange-traded funds, there's mutual funds, and there's individual stocks. There's fixed income, which are often called bonds. And in that space, you can get you can have exposure the same way. There is alternatives, and alternatives are generally defined as things like commodities and real estate and the like. And then the fourth category is cash. So in your portfolio, cash is an opportunity. And today, you know, you can get four and a half to five percent just holding cash. And so you have to ask yourself the risk reward question. If you can get four and a half to five percent in cash, is it worth having a ton of exposure in equities when when the risk reward isn't there. That doesn't mean that we're trying to market time. What it means is to look at your portfolio and find where the opportunity set is. And of course, holding cash while you're looking for a better opportunity is an alternative. Dave, last week we talked to you about estate and and having a will, estate planning. Um, What's another area where people sometimes don't think enough about when it comes to their future financial situation? Boy, I tell you, Charles Schwab, which is one of our custodians, Charles Schwab and Fidelity are our are, are two custodians. But they came out uh, this week, guys, with a survey. A th- they surveyed a thousand employees, and the shocking number that came out with these th- one thousand employees that they surveyed is that they think they need one point eight million dollars to retire, and that is significantly above where everybody is uh, in, in that sample size. And so you look at that and say, how are you going to get to that? And, and the, the retirement savings, of course, is a big part of that. It's generally the biggest part of someone's portfolio. You've got non-qualified. You've got some IRAs. You might have a brokerage account. But their 401ks are a big part of that. And people are not putting enough in. They're not taking advantage of those tax advantage scenarios. And that was really the shocking part of that. And another part of this, guys, was 73% of those surveyed in, in that said they want financial advice on their 401k plan and their qualified plan, and they're not getting that. So that is an opportunity set for uh, fee-only fiduciaries that are out there today. Dave Spano, uh, before I let you go, uh, anything we should be looking forward to this week on the financial sector of the economy? Well, there's there's a lot that, that people need to look at, and there's some news coming out as we did cover. But you know, really, you talk about are people prepared? And as they go go through this, uh, you know, Sandy and, and Steve, you look at this and say, where are you today? Are you in the right position? And your listeners should go through that same thing and say, you know, look at my portfolio and ask myself, what is in my portfolio? Why is it there? 
I mean, how did I get it? You know, was I sold something? Was it placed there by an, by an advisor? And is it right for where I am today? Is it right for this rally that we have had, which has been significant? So make sure you know what you own. You know, why is it in your portfolio? And how much are you paying for it? So many times we get people coming into our, our, our client, uh, into our offices across the state and in northern Illinois, and they ask that very question. I'm not sure why it's in there. Is Am I in the right place? Go through that process. We call it a wealth metric. You can take advantage of that by going to AnnexWealth.com. He is the best. That's why he joins us every Monday. You can also hear his great voice. Saturday morning's Money Talk right here on WTMZ, the longest-running financial planning program. Dave, have a great rest of your week. Okay, you too, guys. Enjoy. Thanks.